Well, we have done it. We survived the Goblet of Fire. It started with the fourth coldest game ever, where we were going to lose to the high-powered offense of the Dolphins. Then it was off to Buffalo, where everyone said we couldn't win on the road. Then to Baltimore, where there was no way we could beat the great Lamar Jackson. But here we are. We made it through the labyrinth and grabbed the cup, the chalice, and finished the game with John Harbaugh kneeling over Lamar Jackson, screaming, that's my boy, my boy. Gunner? In the words of the great Mitch Holtis, you can doubt the Chiefs, you can dislike the Chiefs, you can disrespect the Chiefs, but you're going to have to deal with the Chiefs because the Chiefs have the Lamar Hunt trophy and they're taking it with them to Vegas for Super Bowl 58. Now, doubt is the one word <clears throat> that I cannot talk because of my voice is crazy. <laughs> Maybe I should send this to you so you can read it. <laughs> um, doubt is the one word I've been hearing all season and even like parts of the season I know I have doubted the Chiefs a little bit, and the Emperor there has doubted the Chiefs some too. But before this so-called game of the year, all of the anchors on CBS doubted the Chiefs. Every sports analyst doubted the Chiefs. They doubted they could win. Boomer and um, our favorite guy from uh, First Things First, Nick Wright, were pretty much the only exception. Now, Lamar, yeah, Lamar, you might as well leave your seat empty at NFL Honors. Because you threw away your chance for MVP. McCaffrey might be taking that one home. Luckily for you, Allen and Stroud have saved you a spot on the beach in Cancun. (laughs) And you might see Motor City Dan Campbell there too. To the Ravens as an organization, I have been saying this to everyone that has asked me about the game this week. If you could have come into this game with a better attitude, the outcome would have been much different. The unnecessary penalties for taunting and unsportsmanlike conduct That just fires up the greatest tight end and the greatest quarterback in the league. Also, I'm not sure how you ever thought you could go off on the number two defense in the NFL. Flowers, you made Sneed so mad with that taunting call, and look what happened there. He was gunning for you. This was a game for the ages, not because it was high scoring, it had some amazing plays, but because the Ravens literally brought a dumpster into their own home field just to start a fire and watch it burn. We are the Indiana Chiefs Fans Podcast. I'm Gunner with a very, very, very bad voice. And alongside me, as always, 450-time podcast host, Golden J, and one-time Pinky Finger podcast host, The Chief, and we worship at the House of Mahomes. And we do not doubt the Chiefs, and our team is on their way to Las Vegas, where they're going to bring home the Lombardi Trophy. Open up that door, because we are ready. Nice, man. That was nice. That was nice. Maybe the maybe the deep voice is kind of nice. <laughs> man, I didn't get told the person. I didn't get told to write an intro. I feel oh, dude, this here, was man. like a last minute thing. I had this whole goblet of fire thing, and I wanted yeah. to do John Harbaugh yelling, "That's my boy, my boy!" My boy. And and Gunner uh, called me. It's like, "Hey, did you write an intro?" It's like, "Yeah, I got a little one." And he's like. 
oh, I wrote one. I'm like, fuck it, I'll just throw it to you about how, you know, I'll do a paragraph and throw it to you. So I'm glad I did, man. That was a great intro. You, uh, I like it. The only thing I would have added was we weren't heading to Las Vegas. We're heading to Arrowhead West. Arrowhead yep. West. That's true. It is. <laughs> yeah, don't forget our flag is buried under their field. It's true. So it is very, very true. I do believe it's that Super Bowl champion flag right there, is it not? Yeah. 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 It popped up again on Facebook today on one of my feeds. So it's it's it's, it's amazing. Listen, please for it. I again apologize for the end of the regular season where I said I really thought that the Kansas City would be one and done. The way that they played throughout the regular season really had me concerned about them going in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But once I watched them turn the page, flip the switch against Miami, I mean, there was no doubting. I never doubted that they would beat the Bills. I never doubted that they would beat the Ravens. And I'm going to tell you right now, I do not doubt. There is no doubt in my mind that we will dominate San Francisco. Yeah, so I was thinking about the Miami game today and uh, Mr. Tyreek Hill. So I wonder if he's kicking himself in hindsight, you know, on missing out on two more Super Bowls. I know a lot of them are in it for the money. Some are in it for the money and the Super Bowls, and some are some are just pure greedy. So I don't know where he fits in that realm, but I just wonder if he kicks himself. He's like, "Son of a bitch, the bastards made it again." <laughs> so, you know, um, I'm just curious about that. You know, what his mental psyche was, um, seeing us go all the way again um, to the greatest show on earth, the Super Bowl. It, it does make you wonder if if maybe um, the the money helps ease that pain. You know, I mean, he's sitting beside his pool eating caviar and 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 watching the game from home. But you know, does that money help ease that pain? Because you can kind of tell when even when they played him when he come back to Arrowhead and you know talking to Andy and and you know just for the guy that fucking talks shit in all of his podcasts and interviews and stuff like that to be out there and just be, you know, talking the guys up and, and, you know, and all that that you see from kind of the extra footage from those games. It just, it just mm -hmm. makes you wonder how much he does miss being in Kansas city and being able to play with really the two guys that brought him up in the NFL. I mean, honestly, um, yeah, I don't know. So it was funny. He, I was listening to something earlier today or yesterday and they asked, are you guys, do you guys still talk, you know, to the other, you know, to Mahomes and Kelsey is like, yeah, I texted Mahomes. He never answered me, but Kelsey did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it seems he does keep tabs. You know, it's like, that's why I have all the respect for Kelsey. He's like, it's not about the, the money. It's about the legacy. Right. You know, um, you know, it's helping the team. It's having going back to back Super Bowls, you know, potentially being the first back to back since uh, New England did it. So he's got the right attitude. Mahomes has the right attitude. That whole team's got the right attitude right now. I mean, did you right. see those shirts that uh, I can't remember which player 
uh, made them, but the uh, defensive shirts, the defense made them and wore them for Spags. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that or seen uh article I did, about it. I did not. I missed that. Yeah, so I, I, it's got pictures of the defense with Spags in the middle, and uh, I guess everyone's been asking, um, can they buy it? And initially they weren't going to do it, but now they're going to um, go ahead and uh, put them up for sale. No kidding. But the en- entire defense, I don't think they even told Spags. <laughs> I, think they just showed, I think they showed up with them on in, in the pregame warm-ups, and, uh, uh-huh. you know, I think that just made Spags, you know, fired up you know my team you know we're a team we're, we're a unit you know we're, we're not individuals you know that's what that tells me about that defensive uh uh team you know uh i thought it was cool you know i haven't seen or heard of something like that in quite a while unless like a player gets injured or you know something like that where they'll wear something mm-hmm. special but you know and speaking of spags um in uh, Good Morning Football, the game ball went to Spags, not a player. It went to Spags, the defensive coordinator for the game plan against the Ravens. And I was like, well deserved. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I was like, this is awesome. So Spags is badass. And and I salute the defense for recognizing that in the Ravens game and probably all season for that matter. Yeah, he he was just on fire as a coach, and it's so crazy to see his relationship with Andy Reid and how he's carried it over from previous teams and just all the work they've done together. And the fact that he's there because Andy wanted him there and what he's done and built yeah, the youngest uh, defense and just they're killing it. Yeah, a lot of folks were talking about the second half, you know, the Chiefs had 67 passing yards, whatever it was. Who cares? We still won. And yep. we we didn't let them score. You know the defense stepped up. I mean, for the love of God, they they no one scored what more than twenty one points this entire season. I think yeah, twenty one or twenty three, something like that. Um, that's amazing. So that's why I wanted to give Spags his due before I get lost on Mahomes and Kelsey. <laughs> I I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean. Um, the defense has kept us in this season. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, while the offense tries to figure out, and we've talked about it many, many times, trying to figure it out, um, the defense has stepped up and been amazing. And Spagnola is the reason. Uh, and the, I shouldn't, I mean, I, he's the reason that we are where we are. But you got to give that defensive uh, team, the all those guys, trusting in him and buying into his his idea i mean Mm -hmm. we've seen it in the past where it just seemed like it took you know eight ten games for the defense to kind of click into his uh his theory and and the way he wants to run that defense and once they did i mean we had an amazing defense was that the that was the second that was that was the first super bowl run i do believe wasn't it in 2019 in yeah. 2019 20 this season where we just we had such trouble with the defense at the very beginning and 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 then they clicked and then we went on to win the super bowl i, I believe that was that was that season but um sounds about right for him to come in and all these guys right away just buying into his his scheme and his defense and to see the amazing job that they've done this year so well i think that has a lot to do with how young they are too they came in not 
not knowing another defense in the NFL. They yeah. came in to a Spags defense where he was teaching them everything that he has accumulated yeah. over his time as right. a coach. Yeah, they're the youngest defense in the NFL. So, and during that game on 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 Sunday when we were watching, and I was watching Spags, and they were talking about him a little bit, um, the fear came over me that somebody's going to uh, recruit him away from us, and we're going to lose him, and we're going to lose all that. And I hope he. I I mean, I don't know what his contract situation is, or whether he's even wanting to go somewhere else. But um, I'd hate at this point to absolutely lose him too, and then try to rebuild that with a different defensive coach or different, yeah, offense or defense and coordinator. Well, my gut tells me most people leaving are going for head coaching jobs, right. in those positions, I don't think Spags from what I've heard wants a head coaching job. Yeah, he does. He, I mean, he, you know. he had, he was a head coach in what, uh, at the giants, I believe. For a while that's what i'm saying i, I don't yeah. think he's looking but i could be 100 percent wrong i mean i, I definitely i definitely don't know but i mean I, I i just had that 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 butterflies and stomach feeling when i was thinking about it it's like man you know we got a lot of the a lot of uh things to fix after the super bowl with contracts and stuff like that defensive wise and uh you know i don't want his position to be one of those things that we have to fill or or fix, you know what I mean? Pay the man. If he wants more money, give him more money. Give him more money. He's worth give it. him head give him head coaching money. I mean, whatever, yeah. whatever that is. Hey, just on a side note, uh speaking of head coaching, um man, what a fucking drag for uh EB out there in Washington. Uh I thought the reason for going out there was is that uh he was kind of setting himself up to take over when Ron Rivera either left or, you know, whatever, yeah. but he got passed over again. They hired a different head coach, man. That fuck, man, that sucks for EB, man. I feel for him. But bring him back. Just a side note. Bring him back. I'd yeah. Love to, I'd love to bring him back. Come back to the chefs. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Can you imagine this, the Spags defense that he's got all worked out, bringing EB back on that offense? Oh, my get, God. Getting a wide receiver two or one in the draft or uh -huh. free agency to add to uh rice yep so we definitely that, need that next year but let's talk about that after the super bowl yeah oh absolutely we, we'll, we gotta uh, win this boy we gotta win this i'm excited i mean wow. i can't tell you how much nfl tv i watch <laughs> sunday night <laughs> monday night <laughs> i haven't even watched the news this week because when I turn the TV on and it's on the NFL channel, I just leave it there. <laughs> I literally have not watched my normal ritual of uh, regional broadcast news. It's literally been good morning football. Like every morning I get up with my coffee, talking about Mahomes, talking about 49ers. You know, I, you know, I like it. It's I, I'm just enamored at this point. I mean, my reels right now, Every other reel that I spent to was a Chiefs reel. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I think I'm over, how do, how do you say, over? Uh, saturated. Yeah, saturated <laughs> at this point, um, to be honest. And I got to take a break tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's how excited I am. I mean, 
I, I'm so excited that I just can't stop watching it um, because it was such a game for the ages. You know, it was a defensive battle, basically, in my opinion, yeah. more than offense. And, you know, to everybody that said, you know, it was going to be a high-scoring game, the Chiefs were going to get blown out. I've heard your apologies already across all you different analysts. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that this year you, you actually apologize. Most of the time when you're wrong, you just go on to the next game. Right. Um, the next game's the Super Bowl. So um, I, I've listened to, I don't know, four or five different people come in and apologize saying they were wrong. I'm like, damn right you were wrong. I'm wondering. I'm wondering so, how many of them will do the same thing here for the Super Bowl. They're just gonna say, "Oh yeah, 49ers got this." Yeah, I just feel like that's the way that their brains. I work. think. I think it's gonna be two thirds 49ers, one third Chiefs on the analyst yeah. side, in my yeah. opinion. Because I could see that. every single analyst, and I won't go through every name because I can't remember them all. Number one, but <laughs> number two, they said. I don't know why I pick against Mahomes in the playoffs. If you look at his record in the playoffs, he's almost perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one Super Bowl win away from beating Tom Brady in the first six or seven years of the career. The only stat that he doesn't have in the first seven years, three Super, three Super Bowls. Once he gets that, right now they're tied, I think, two and two, I think, for the first six or seven years. And once he gets that Super Bowl win, uh, in two weeks, he will surpass Brady's all accomplishments for the playoffs in the first seven years. So, you know, in other words, he's going to be the true goat shortly. I mean, he he's his resume is beating Tom Brady's as long as we get this Super Bowl win. Otherwise, he might have just one little asterisk, you know, for the first six or seven years. But and uh and it was interesting listening to Tom Brady talking about Mahomes. Nothing but praise, man. Right. Uh, really good interview if you haven't seen it. You know, talking about how he's just unbelievable. So who's he who's he talking to? Um, I can't remember who the interview was with. I'll have to forward it to you. It was uh I think it was done last week. I'll forward it to you. Okay. But it was really interesting to see, you know, uh I mean, he's the GOAT still right now, right? I mean, let's face it. Mahomes is on his way. He still owns, you know, the six rings. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Well, I mean, Ma- you can never Ma- take away from what Tom Brady accomplished. I mean, yeah. Mahomes and Kelsey can break records and, mm-hmm. and you know, like they've been doing, but you can never take away from what Tom Brady did and how, and how he did it and how he did it respectfully. You know, most well, of the, the time. Part. Yeah. Well, his last season, we don't count because, you know, he just uh, had, a, he had a shit team and he just, you know, he I'm was talking about like the flake gate, the, flake the gate. spy gate. I mean, there was some underhanding well, shit going on. How much spy was gate? Belichick, though? Yeah. I say spy gate wasn't his, uh, wasn't his deal. I mean, that well, was Belichick. The flake but... gate. Yeah. And I mean, how much of that was Tom? I mean, you know, you know, know. he knew you don't grab that football and not know that it's not inflated properly. But um, yeah, it makes you wonder. He had a couple little blemishes and who's to say that Mahomes won't, you know, we don't know, um, but let's hope not. Well, let's either either way. Tom Brady was very eloquent on Mahomes performance and, you know, through his first six or seven years. And and it was it was cool. Yeah, let's talk about what be could what could be considered blemishes on this Ravens game. 
let's start off with Justin Tucker uh, <laughs> putting his stuff on the goal line and uh, and working out. <laughs> I, I I read uh, I read a uh, an interview that he did. It was you know it was a little short shit thing. It wasn't really a full interview, but he was like. Uh, you know, I always go about, you know, I've done it like this for 12 years. It wasn't anything different for me to be down there and, you know, kicking from there, um, you know, so, and even Pat asked him to move his helmet and he did. And then Kelsey comes in and just throws everything to, to the back of the end zone, throws the helmet and the balls and the little kicking yeah. tee and, and yeah, all so that. I saw, I saw that same two minute clip, you know, in the locker yeah. room or whatever. And so I read something that was even more interesting. All right. As a kicker, you're allowed to kick from both ends. Right. By all means. Anytime you want to do it, pregame warm up, you know, you can go to both ends. You're not kicking a fucking field goal from the goal line. All right. <laughs> Let's face it. He had his shit on the goal line. Yep. You're not kicking a field goal from the goal line. Move your shit out of the way. You were asked politely by uh, Mahomes. You really didn't do anything if you watched the video. And Travis looked at Mahomes. I look like Mahomes said something to Travis, you know, and he just went over and threw a shit. <laughs> so, again, you don't kick field goals from the goal line. Absolutely. There's no reason for your stuff to be there. Now, I have a just interesting thing in my brain. Was he there trying to listen in on anything? Get any kind of intel? He's oh, right well. there, two yards away. You know, um, who knows? I mean, don't know. That was something that kind of creeped up in my brain, you know, as you're sitting there stretching kind of, oh, what's it, what are they talking about? You know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird. You know, my, I, I've, my take on it is, is, is that, you know, um, if you're going to kick from that end zone where, you know, the other team's going to warm up, you go out and you do it early. And you don't do it when they're doing their warm up. So, you know, in my mind, it was like, why is he on that end anyway? He should be back on his on the side of the of the Ravens warm up side and and, you know, doing his thing over there. Um, it just seemed uh, it just seemed odd that it was. I mean, even odder when I went back and looked at the pictures and there he is stretching out right there in the midst of all the players. And I was like. I don't understand. And, you know, maybe that was it. Maybe he was in there doing a little uh, a recon, you know, a little spy yeah. mission. Problem is, he's wearing the wrong color jersey to be over there doing a spy mission. Jesus. Or <laughs> he wanted to be around winners. Well, you know, there is you that. Know? There is that. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Tucker over here wearing a Bucker jersey? <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, Bucker, perfect. Oh my God! Can can you imagine? Uh, the man is a machine, and uh, yeah, what are we up to now? Forty with, with like two misses or something like that. Yeah. Yep. And, and he didn't get you know selected a Pro Bowl. I mean, <sighs> who did better team. than who did better than him? And not that it matters anymore because we're in the Super Bowl. But who did better than him this season? Anyway, yeah. doubt it. No. There was no perfect kicker, but he was two kicks off from being perfect, as uh, Gunner called it in the beginning of the season, that he would be perfect. And I was like, thinking in the back of my head, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But, man, he's sure, I mean, if it wasn't for the wind in that one game and deflated then the other one, the other. <laughs> yeah, which were deflated, huh. if I recall correctly, on mm -hmm. that game. Yeah. Um, 
I, I Gunner, if you would have told me that again, you know, I, when you told me that, I was like, there's no fucking way he's going to be perfect, you know. <laughs> but for the love of God, he was perfect through what week ten or um, when was his first miss? I can't remember. Yeah, it was. It was like ten or 11, way. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, kudos, butt kicker, you know, and Absolutely. keep it up for the Super Bowl. <sighs> yeah. I mean, he won us many a game, you know, what he had five field goals in one game, four in another, um, you know, he was scoring more points than our offense in some games. So he was scoring more points than the other team. Yeah. <laughs> Not including now <laughs> so occasional touchdown that we got, but I give you kudos for that call gunner. Cause I was, I was like, yeah, there's no way he'll be about a 75%, you know, kicker. Mm-hmm. It makes up. Well, it makes up for my seventeen and zero call at the beginning of the season. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, and, and I think that with you making that call, you know, with you saying that at the beginning of the season, I think we actually paid more attention to it. Yeah, and it brought mm-hmm. it to light. And I think we all were rooting for him to be fucking perfect every week. I mean, I, I when he would line up for a fifty-two yard, you know, field goal try, man, my fucking gut hurt, my head hurt, <laughs> you know, I was looking cross-eyed, I'm like, "Oh god, I feel nauseous." You know, uh, it was like and then he'd make it, I'm like, "Why? Oh my god, the guy's amazing." Well, that and, one kick that he did into the wind, which was uh-huh. I think 54 yards or something like that into the wind, and man, it just say, I mean, Right, that was, and I'm like, that was a game winner, was it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, but it was like close to oh, well over 50 yards into oh, yeah. the wind. I mean, yep. that's that's one hell of a kick, absolutely. But uh, yeah, kudos to the to the special teams, basically, in my opinion. On you know, it takes you know the long long snapper, the setter, you know, yeah. the holder, the kicker. I mean, it's all mechanics. So you know, all three of them, kudos. And speaking of uh, Pro Bowl snubs, uh, Legereus Sneed, another amazing fucking game. Uh, uh, I don't understand how he wasn't selected. Um, there is nobody better at that position, and he proved it once again this weekend. And kudos to him for not retaliating on Flowers during that mm-hmm. taunting deal, just laying there, just waiting for that flag to come flying in because – we all knew it as soon as we saw him push him down <laughs> and stand over top of him. We, uh, yeah, I think right Gunner was screaming at the TV. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I am that honestly not seeing Gunner this worked up over a game as he was watching this one. <laughs> uh, usually he's set back and easy going, but he's screaming at the TV. That's holding right there. That's holding. What the hell? How was that not called? <laughs> I think, it, and it was mostly that, like I said in my intro, it's them coming in with that attitude, and you know, with the Tucker stuff, and then all the John at the beginning. Yeah, the, or they the, were. The I mean, before flip. the game even started, and then, yep. Then, oh yeah, there was a like lot the first of series. And that um, the offsides, that blatant offsides where he shoves freaking um, can't oh, out of a, out of his stance, yeah, just to uh, basically stop the clock. Yeah, it's just was that was Trey for. Smith? Was that Trey Smith that he it, hit? It might have been. I can't remember, but because even so the announcers things. were talking about, it's like it's one thing to come across just to get a penalty and stop the clock, but it's another thing just to bulldoze them. Yeah, you know? yeah. The punt, the, the left hook to Mahomes face and um, oh jesus the other guy getting in kelsey's face and hitting him and dude kelsey just... hey hey let me be honest let's be honest about the kelsey thing 
Kelsey baited him because he was being so <laughs> pissy. Yeah. Right. And 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 when he came up, he's like, Bop. And and Kelsey, did you see him? He's just yeah. ah, you know, laughing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was great. I mean, he it was like this hook. Yeah. Seeger, gotcha. <laughs> yep. But uh, you're right, Gunner. They came in with the wrong attitudes. Yeah. Could have been so uh, much different. I'm glad they came in with that attitude because not only does their bad attitude cause them to get penalties, but it makes us pick up our game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So how much screaming did he do, Jeremy? Who, enough Chico? For all, enough for all of yeah. us. Oh, he did enough for all of us. <laughs> and, I make, was pr- yeah. and I was fucking proud, let me tell you. Every, every time he's screaming, I was proud. So, I mean, it didn't bother me at all. I just sat back and enjoyed it. I got, my, I got a few of mine in. Um you know, I'm not going to lie. I got a couple in, but, so uh, you know, uh, uh, Chico did uh, the majority for most of us. And we, we I, I was very proud. So question, since we're talking about penalties that went in our favor, I think there were two, possibly two penalties that went in our favor that shouldn't, or no calls, I should say. You know, there was that one in the middle of the field where we pretty much tackled the guy before the ball got there. The Baltimore receiver, I was like, well, that's P.I., and they didn't call it. Um, but the question, here's my question, the interception at the end, is that P.I. or not P.I.? Oh, yeah. I'm... Because it it's looked like up. we got there early, you know, well before, I mean, the ball. but And I don't think it would have mattered, to be honest. Um, I think we could have went down and scored or, you know, countered or whatever. But – those are the two calls that I saw that were no calls, um, especially that first one. You know, that, that looked pretty blatant to me that they should have got a first down, you know, five yarder or something. Was so, that McDuffie just, on that first one? I'm trying to, I can't remember. Who yeah, was, I'm trying to remember to too. Him. He got to him early for sure. Right. Um. So I just want to be fair, you know, that there was oh. two, two, possibly two no calls. I'm up in the air on the last one. I, I don't know. know. Let's go back to let's go back to the Deion Bush interception in the end zone. Um the ball was for starters underthrown. I mean, it was probably what, you know, it was ahead of uh, Bush by what about a yard, yard and a half anyway. I was just uh, curious if it was tipped at all or something. Uh, I don't they didn't I, say I, that, but I don't think it was, but I, I could be wrong. I haven't went back he, and rewatched the game, but yeah, I, but he forced it. Three oh, defenders yeah. are on one receiver. I mean, that's not a good throw. No, and then he underthrew it. I mean, whether yeah. it was tipped or not, but I mean, you know, it was underthrown. And I, I don't know that I'm going to go with. I, you know, it was so close. It was so tight. Um, if it was pi, then then you know, I, I guess it could have went either way. But I didn't really think it was because it almost looked like everybody was kind of heading towards the ball. And, you yeah. know, it kind of got tangled up a little bit. But, um, you know, I am definitely, uh, uh, um, what's that, an armchair quarterback when it comes to penalties. You know, I can see yeah. them all day long, but right. um, sometimes I'm not right, you know. So, well, it kind of reminded me almost, I mean, I know, I know it wasn't a Hail Mary, but when Hail Marys happen, there's all kinds of pushing because everyone's right. all in a small space. You know, like you said, that's probably more likely than not. Even, you know, Skeletor. You know, agreed that it it wasn't pi. Right, right. 
Skeletor. I Skeletor. Like Skeletor. But those were the two the two things I saw that went in our favor that, you know. Were no calls. But, yeah, there were no calls, especially that first one. That first one should have been a first down for the call to <laughs> um, 100%. But, you know, and again, the last one, like you said, I, I think it was I think it was called correctly, you know, but, you know, of course, there's going to be people saying, you know, the refs gave Chiefs the game, you know, no, Baltimore gave us the game. So, and our defense. So, yep. and the first half performance of our offense. Well, let's talk about this for a second. Um, Lamar, who is known as a running quarterback, mm-hmm. carried it eight times for 55 yards. Last week, he had over, what well, he had right at 100, I think, last week, uh, and just running. Um, he was 20 for 37 for 272 yards in this game. And it's like, okay, Lamar, we're going to just make you a pocket quarterback for this game. It didn't make any sense to me why why he only ran for 54 yards. Yeah, that's been brought up by a lot of people. And I'm going to go on on a limb and say it was Spags' defense. They had one or two spies on him the whole game. Um, well, that so, is true. So uh, that is so very, very true. If the lane's not there, he's not going to take off. Um, the, the two times he took off and got decent yardage was when we, well, we should have sacked him, but right. <laughs> you know, no. he threw the guy off or he, he ran around them. Like I think Leo Chanel guy kind of oh. one of those where he had him and with a quarterback well, he that ducked. big. Yeah. He dug well, down. And I mean, he, you watch that many that times. Day, yeah. You get a wrap and grab and pull and hold. Know? Yeah. Yeah. You just can't come blaring, you know, uh, balls to the wall and right. just do a muff. Well, for a big but, guy too, he's he's super evasive when it comes to stuff like yeah. that. And I even think I mentioned that to you during the game. Why did they turn him into a pocket quarterback? Right. What is like? And I know the defense thing, but like it doesn't make sense to keep him contained in a pocket when he can run better yeah. than half his running backs. Well, that's <laughs> it's one of two things in my opinion. It was our defense the way it was being managed, meaning spying on Lamar. Or maybe he had an injury no one knows about. Huh? But it wouldn't be the first time it wasn't disclosed. You know, happens all the time. I mean, those are my two thoughts on it. I don't know, but I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they shut him down. I mean, that's that's why I said that uh, I, I, I doubt, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that we can and will beat the the Niners because look what they've done the last two weeks with with mobile quarterbacks. I mean, Purdy's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Purdy needs to be always in the talks when you talk about these quarterbacks that are in the NFL now. He's done a great job. He's taken the Niners to the Super Bowl twice. The, and the first year, it was uh, he was the four-string quarterback coming in that got him there. And then he got hurt in the – you remember that? In no, the late games the of the Super Bowl with him, I thought he was the four string quarterback in in the year that they met yeah, up with no, us. That was last year. He's a rookie last year. Okay, fair enough. But to your point, he could have led them to the Super Bowl if not for the fact that he hurt got hurt during that NFC Championship game. Yeah, and that's what started the third quarterback rule that you could have a third quarterback active. Right. Um, that doesn't count on against your 53 man roster or whatever. Um, 
because of how poorly that game <laughs> went down. I mean, they went down to their, I don't even know who their third string quarterback was. And all they did was hand the ball off. And I think it was a huge blowout. Yeah. If or not, if he didn't get injured, I guarantee you it would have been us against Philly. I mean, us against uh, uh, 49ers last year. Who took who took San Francisco the Super Bowl year we met him? Who was that? That was uh, Garofalo. Was it really? Or as I call him, Garofalo. Sorry, sorry, Chiefs fans. I was totally. I, I don't know why I was thinking that that was that was Purdy that was there during all that mess. And yeah, I apologize. Uh, so sorry about that. Hey, we do this from memory, and we always say our facts might not be accurate, but <laughs> we give what we give. yeah Yeah, but we have in our minds uh, it's in there it's in but i have a lot of respect for for brock purdy but you know he's not he's not a rushing quarterback although he did have five carries for 48 yards in that game against uh detroit but and you want to know what his uh over under on rushing was for that game for those that bet i'll bet what 19 20 7.5 7.5 yards. Oh. So anyone that took the over on that. Cashed. Come up big time. Um, And my thing with him, I, I like him as a quarterback. You know, I, I'm like you and Gunner. A, he hasn't played the Chiefs. B, it's the Super Bowl. And, you know, um, Mahomes has been the Super Bowls. He's been right. in these moments. So. I'm interested to see. That's one thing I'm going to watch during the Super Bowl is how does he react to this, the big game, you know? Right. That's going to be, you know, sometimes it's too much for some people and sometimes they're just fine. It's like, oh, another game. So right. I'm going to watch that to see how he reacts. Yeah. Uh, but with Sneed and McDuffie covering uh, Debo and uh, right. number 11. And I apologize, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, but uh and our defense and the penetration that they get on those lines. Um, the only thing that we really need to to really concern ourselves is their running game and how well their offensive line can open up holes. Those are the that's the one thing that we're gonna have to really focus on for the Super Bowl. Uh other than that, I mean everything else is covered. I mean Yeah, we're we're down one player. You know, a good player, but oh man, know. that yeah. Sorry, Gun, your your guy is out. Amenahu, oh, Amenahu's out. Poor yeah. sucks. Yeah, but um, I you just know, looked up McCaffrey. He does not have an injury from landing on his head. Ah, uh, well, he's brain dead. <laughs> I keep forgetting they got McCaffrey. Damn, that, that, yeah, that's our that's my one concern. Is they need to make sure that they're, you know, like they were spying Lamar. They made make sure they're spying McCaffrey and, and kind of holding him up. Well, they did a good job keeping McCaffrey contained until I think around the middle of the third quarter he started getting loose again. But the yeah. first two and a half halves they kept him like very small game. So that dude is just so explosive, though. Well, my goodness, we'll take care of him. We've taken care of him before. I mean, remember, remember when they, when they first past, got him? It, it, <laughs> no, remember in years past, Henry's going to devour yeah, the Chiefs. Absolutely. I think he ended up having, what, 12 yards or something really <laughs> minute. Yeah. So, absolutely. Um, again, in Beach, we trust. In Spags, we trust. In, in and Reed. Andy Reed, we trust. So, 
those, you're you're right. You know, as long as we can stop the run, I'm not worried about the the pass. You know, um, so. And we got the right people. We got the right backups. I mean, we played so many games this year with backups and didn't skip a beat. Um, you know, that's what I expect to see. You know, same thing. Two words. Drew Tranquil. What an amazing grab. What an amazing yeah. go get. Uh, he has been amazing this year and continues to be uh, outstanding in throughout the playoffs. And I can't wait to see him just unload in the Super Bowl. I think he's going to be a game changer in that game. So I'm excited for, yep. for Drew Tranquil. Hopefully we can uh, um, keep him around also, you know, yeah. for, for the well, future. You know, I want to give kudos to Kelsey. Um, you know, he beat uh, Rice God, I mean, in all-time receptions. Um, postseason. I mean, postseason. I mean, come on, from a tight end. I mean, this uh, no. is every – wide receiver every tight end every, whatever um you know kudos to kelsey man he absolutely he, he he broke another record i mean to break a rice record i mean yeah you're you're doing good you're you're in r- rare purified air <laughs> <laughs> if you're beating you know a wide receiver's record as a tight end absolutely so, I, was ta- I was talking to mom about that before the game and i was like he could get it in the first first half sure did <laughs> 11 for 116 yards. The most important stat to take away from this Kelsey thing is that is 11 receptions on 11 targets. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Which we haven't seen a lot of that with Kelsey this year. He's usually had one or two drops or, uh, you know, uh, uh, an overload where he couldn't get to the ball or whatever. But uh, 11 for 11 for 116 yards. Congratulations, Travis Kelsey. And, uh, you know, he got to kiss the girl after the game. And say, I love you. <laughs> Did you see that clip, Gunner? Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. He got a hot mic on him where he tells her he loves her. Everybody's all, like, drooling over the whole thing. If we were Swifties, we'd be uh, totally about it. She, Which, she, will, way... she will make the game. Yep. yep. She'll be in Tokyo, but she has plenty of time. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of funny. Remember how we were joking about Swifty gear? Yeah, it's out there. Oh yeah, and a, yeah. And a and a lot of it, you know. Like I wear this shirt for my boyfriend, you know, Taylor Swift, you know, and it's got a Chiefs emblem on it. I mean, there was a guy at the pro shop that did a reel on it. He's like, really? He's just looking at his shirt. Really? Come on, really? Come on. Well, uh, Montana actually came down to Gunners on Sunday just to watch the game with us, and that uh, was just interesting. Taylor, no, no, she's she's been getting more and more into football over the last couple of years. Oh, but okay. um, you know, I think she just want. I think she needed to get out of the house, and and the hubby had some things to do with the with one of his friends. So they uh, she oh, dropped him it, off. Can I ask a question? Was it the Barry of Seattle jersey? No. <laughs> he's not the he's not the Seattle fan. That's Skyler. Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't hear who who, who you had said it was. Sorry. No, yeah, you know, she was. Um, that that's funny. <laughs> Gotta put that thing into the wind. Um, God, yeah, what a mess in Seattle right now, isn't it? Anyway, uh, 
um, she said that her uh, one of her friends uh, had come down to stay and she got to looking at her shirt when she came in and it was Taylor Swift lyrics with the Travis Kelsey number on top of the lyric, you know, with those, all the print oh, and had the, that's awesome. had the number. And she's like, Oh no, you did not And she's like, Oh, I'm a chief fan. <laughs> so it's funny. I, I was telling you about the NFL for life Facebook page. Uh-huh. And they were complaining about Taylor Swift and this and that. And people were giving little short, Hey, they show her like 20 seconds out of the entire game. You know? Right. Um, And then they were like, well, Taylor Swift, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's going to go to the Super Bowl. She's going to ruin it for me. And people are saying, well, don't watch it if you don't like either team, right. you know. And uh, so I put on there, I says, all we're going to do is win, win, win. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go up. Yep. I'm waiting for somebody to respond to that because I, I was cracking myself up <laughs> putting that on there. But <laughs> hey, people, these are human beings. They're just like husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, yep. the camera pans to them. You know what? Before Taylor Swift was in there, they would pan to Mahomes' wife when yep. she's sitting in there rooting. Okay, or, I'll give you. I'll or give Donna. You, or Donna, yeah. I'll give you one minute a game. You see her in total. Get yeah. over it. You know why? You're just Chiefs haters. That's all you are. Now you have another reason, if, you, if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, to hate the Chiefs. I mean, get over it. And all you people that are saying, you know, the Ravens were cheated, the Ravens were this, Buffalo was this, get over it. You lost. Move on. Stop your bitching. We bitched for 50 years. <laughs> I mean, yep. you know, I, 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 like I told Jeremy, I think I'm leaving that in a, or that Facebook channel. It's just nonstop. Yeah. Negative, Plain. negativity. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I like opposing views, but for the love of God, if you don't like the team, don't comment about them. Right. You know, everyone's like, well, we hate San Francisco. We hate the chiefs. It's like, don't watch them. Don't comment on them. Get over it. Bunch of whiny. I do bitches. have to say, I do have to say this though. The only time that, uh, you know, uh, it, the whole flashing to Taylor after every big play that Travis has does get a little old. Um, but I don't, I mean, it doesn't like, I don't, I don't lose sleep over it. The one that did bother me just a smidge was when the guys were on the stand uh, up on the up on the presentation, getting the Lamar trophy, and Travis is talking, and they flashed over to her, and I'm like, now is really not the time. You oh, know, I Travis is up there. Notice. Travis is up there doing his thing. We don't need to flash down to her in the in the in the crowd if you want to go and show pictures of them hugging it out after the after the presentation's over that's awesome i don't have a problem with that you want to see her rooting him rooting him on in the in the stands i don't have a problem with that but mm. at that moment i'm like and eh, that might be just a hit bit i think maybe not let's let's keep it on the guys on the stage with the trophy and uh yep. the other thing is is that you notice that old tv wasn't doing the presentation do we know why who Terry Bradshaw. He was sick. Is that what it was? Just to, like the yeah. flu or something? Yeah, he was sick. I think they still need to pick somebody else. <laughs> okay, so here's my here's my bitch. And I, this is not our game. This is going to the San Francisco game. Joe Montana is on the fucking stand. And they hand him the fucking trophy. Yeah. I and was, then was... they never, he never said a word. It is like, it. what's the fucking point? 
if, if I mean, if Joe's going to be there, that's great. I mean, he's he's a he's a 49er and he probably will go down in history for everybody as a 49er. Yeah. He won't be a chief, even though he was a chief. Um, But if you're going to hand him the trophy, hand him the fucking microphone, Michael Strahan. Give him let him say a fucking couple words. Michael just dominated all of that. He never shut his fucking mouth and he just rolled through it. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And he's like, why am I even you could tell he was like, yeah. why am I even yeah. here? What am yeah, I doing cause, here? Because eventually they just said, Can you pass the trophy? You can pass that over, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a very good point. I, I I was sitting there with I didn't I was like, he didn't speak. He didn't yeah. say one word. He just sat in silence yep. like yeah. Like giving out an hors, hors d'oeuvre at a cocktail party. <laughs> this one's for you. This one's for you. Have you tried the crab squash? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that, was, uh, that was a good observation. That just drives me nuts. Uh, Gunner, you already get into these picks by before we uh, run too, too long here. Because I do want to talk a little bit before we get out of here about that Detroit game. Let me yeah, get a couple me- of the uh, messing, the messing, uh, mess. San Francisco. That yeah. The mess in Santa Clara. Uh, right. Yeah. How do we do? Oh, look at that, Chico. Ah. What? Look at what? Taking the two points on the final score. No, that's, that's Chief. Oh, shit. I'm reading the wrong one. Look at Chief <laughs> taking the points on the final mm. score. Yep. So. Chiefs at Ravens, AFC Championship game. Chiefs take it 17-10, final score. They coached us way the fuck off, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was yeah. 34, 34 <laughs> points, 22 points, 17 I, points. And I knew it was going to be defensive battle. We all knew that. Yeah, we were That's all too high. close enough, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was uh, all over the place there a little bit. Mahomes um, had 30 for 39, 241 yards, one touchdown. We tied. You guys tied literally 20 mm, that's, points. Wow. Over that's crazy. Um, he had one touchdown. We all threw, or no, you, Golden Jay, Chief, and Coach took one for his one touchdown. Kelsey had 116 yards. He was 11 for 11. Yeah. The one time I don't take 101 the Fox. <laughs> yep. So, on, Kelsey, ah! on Kelsey yards. Yep. Yep. Golden Jay yep. takes it with his 87. You had to get that d- dyslexic number in there, buddy. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and it's one touchdown. He had one touchdown, so you guys all three took one there. Nice. Pacheco on Alaris, 68 for Pacheco. He was 24, um, 24 carries for 68 yards, one touchdown. Alaire only had Alaire one yard. Alaire was one for one. No kidding. Yes, no touchdown. Yep. So I took both those points there. Um, And then we... All three took two points on the second one. Receivers, most yards was Rice. was 46, which was also the long. Um, that's, or sorry, no, the long was MBS. I messed that up. That's my bad. The longest play, which I think I called that when he, when he did it. So that's a 32-yard play by MBS. And that would be here, so. Sorry, coach. I took your one point away. <laughs> <laughs> Caught that one. So Rice with forty six yards total. Um, 
We did take MBS, and he was he was pretty close. So. Damn, I thought MBS had it, dude. I seriously, I didn't realize that Rice had more yards than he did. Yep, MBS, Rice for forty six. What an amazing catch! Yeah, where has that been all season, buddy? True. Yeah, True. I'll take it in the playoffs. Yep. Don't only forget to change a point there for Coach and myself. Uh, let's see, defense. Um, one interception, four sacks. Um, so we all took, we all kind of split them around there. Um, coach caught it right on the money. Look at that. Um, most sacks, Reed had one, Carlotta's had one, Amenahu had one, and Wharton had one. So Golden Jay and I both took a point there. Jones had zero. Bastard. How many set, how many tackles did Jones have? Solo tackles? Zero. Zero, zero, zeros yeah. across the yep. board. Yep. Are they double teaming him or something? Yeah, they were focused on him. <clears throat> Butker did not miss. Taylor and was there. With Jason. With Jason. Well, yep. Jason was there, I guess. Yeah, they, I, I don't think they, they were in the, the same. I don't think they're the same box, yeah. No, they probably didn't want to put him in the same box. <laughs> Mahomes' dad was getting mad. <laughs> you see what happened last time? I don't think I'd want to be in that box, man. Those I boxes would. the last two weeks just look fucking miserable to be in. Yeah, too full. Yeah. And then Chief took the 49ers for the Super Bowl, so he took a point there. So right let's see here. Coach, take you down to seven. Take myself up to nine. That's Wait, did Golden Jay get it with the for the week? No. You got eleven. I got twelve. Oh, yep. you did. I'm just looking at my eleven getting all hard. <laughs> blind bastard. <laughs> so there you go. Points for totals for the playoffs. 31, 19, 28, 24. There you have it. Chief is going to come back and actually might might take third place if Coach doesn't do well during Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got week four of the playoffs, Super Bowl 58 in Vegas. Chiefs versus 49ers. All right, Chief, you, you are up with the win. What is your final score? 38-21. Chiefs, of course. Uh huh. Sure. I'm gonna go 27, 14. Um, I'm gonna go 31, 24. Coach is gonna go 52 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go ahead and type that in there for? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't filled it out yet. To be honest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, Mahomes, uh, Mahomes uh, will clear 301. I'm going to go 278. Um, I like him over 300, so I'm going to say 321. Touchdowns? Three. Yes. <laughs> Did you say three? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two. Um I'll go I'll, I'll go two with you. Kelsey. One oh, on the Fox. Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna go eighty seven, baby. <laughs> I don't think he'll go as high as he did, but I think it's gonna be like one one oh five. I think he's not, I think I'll break hundred again. Touchdowns? Two. I'm going to stick with one. I'm going to go one. 
Awesome. Pacheco Allaire. Pacheco, 95, Allaire 10. I'm going to go 86 and 24. Like 87 again? Well, it's just Pacheco. And I don't want to say 10 because. <laughs> I'm going to go 78, 7. Touchdowns? 2 0. Uh, I'm going to go 1 0. I think follow you there. 1 0. What? Who's going to have the most yards? Bryce Aroni. I'm going to go with Bryce. Man, I think. You can do it, huh? You're going to take him. Longest pass play? 43. 42. <laughs> 44, no. Um, I'm going to say I'm gonna say it's going to be 38. <laughs> Damn, I didn't leave me in a room either. God bless America. Oh, All right. Uh, two and two. I'm gonna go one and three. No, make it make it one and four. Oh wow! Oh, let me take that off. Um, I have to go with Karloftis this week. I keep sticking with Jones, but see, I think it's gonna be Jones this week. Not a man of who. Not nope. a man of who. Not a man of who. Um, you know what? I'm going to stick with George also. George, George, George of the jungle. Skip that one because we're all saying no. And we skip that one because we're all saying yes. Yeah. Yes. Can you add with Jason on mine then too? <laughs> oh, they, I didn't take it off. I I didn't take it off. But hey, We're not getting we, extra points. I know. With Jason. I just want to feel like I'm Donna, part of the group. There. Donna <laughs> and Ed. Holmes. Oh my and gosh. Ed. Ed. Just Ed. Probably Brittany. <laughs> hey, maybe Spears will show up. Oh, whoops. I did it again. So there you go. Because, all right, let's go out on a limb here. This is a Super Bowl. Taylor Swift has her suite there. I'm like, who's who's like someone that she sings or you think would show up in that box with her? Selena Gomez. All right. I could see that. So let's call it now. Selena will be there. Okay. Selena will be there. All right. Real quick. Let's run over this. Um, uh, I can summarize this in one sentence. Okay. Go ahead. Don't. Go for it on fourth down when you get fucking points. See, I, I, I'm not sure that that's really the the big reason they they didn't win, right? They they should have they 100 should have taken those so, three points at both. So look times. at look at it this way, this way I look at those calls. A, you give them field position, 
right? The other team. Mm-hmm. When you miss when you miss a fourth down. If you look, they lost by three. If they would have got six points, who knows? They might have won by yeah. three because they gave up field position and everything. And I get it doing it one time, you know, but the second time when it's, it's like 23 yards away, take the damn points. And I mean, it all adds up too, right? I mean, up and even to the last two minutes of the game where they were on that third or that fourth and short to get in and they decided to run the ball on all those plays. Yeah. Or the, sorry, the third and short. Like so on like the two. I know I don't get it. I mean, let's let's just say, um, gosh, I just lost the coach's name. Uh, MCDC, Dan um, Campbell. Yeah, Campbell. You know what? You've been great. You've been pretty successful. You know, on these fourth down plays, evidently throughout the season. I don't follow your team, but that's what I heard. Once you miss the first one, don't do it again. When you can make an easy field goal. So, in my opinion, bad coaching cost them this game. Whereas the same thing through the season got them there. Well, this is what their Achilles heel was this game. That's just my opinion. And I'm done. My takeaway from all this is, is that, uh, I, I am, <laughs> I am not going to sit here and try to proclaim that I am some Detroit lions super fan by any means. I definitely was rooting for them. Um, I definitely wanted to see them go. I wanted to bookend it. I wanted to start with the Lions and end with the Lions. I thought that would have been fucking amazing. Um, listen, you know, players are players and things happen. Uh, you can't miss a you can't miss an interception the way letting it bounce off your face mask and then bouncing into uh, <laughs> the, the you know the intended receiver's arms for a touchdown. I mean that shit you know it just happens. But if you want to lay blame for the loss of this game, there's only one person to lay blame on, and that is Dan Campbell and the calls that he made in this game, and those two fourth down calls are exactly why they lost this game they and, and i understand aggra- aggra- be, be 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 aggressive i get it be, yeah aggressive <laughs> be, be, be aggressive, aggressive. I get it but this this <laughs> is not this is not the backyard week 10 against you know the fucking carolina panthers or something like that this is the nfc championship against the number 1 seed in the nfc you take the points that you can get and you know, you go from there. Six points would have made a world of difference in this game. They well, lost they by get, three. Yeah, they potentially would have won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and potential, you know, and everything changes. Yeah, you know, we don't know. If they'd have taken the three points and then kicked off, would it have put it would it have put San Francisco deeper? Would they have not made the field goal or touchdown in that drive? You know, you you understand what I'm saying? I mean, there's no way to really sit down and say, Oh, yeah, well, you know, because of that. But in my mind, if you want to point a finger, Dan Campbell is the finger to point. So, and and I'll say one thing: he took it to heart. If you saw his post game, he knew it was on him. Right on. Um, I mean, it looked like he had already had a breakdown prior to getting to the podium. So he realizes, you know, where where the fault lies, and I give him kudos for that. You know, accepting the responsibility because it looked like. It looked like he was having a mental breakdown. Um, right on. And I felt bad for him for that aspect. But, 
It's just bad calls. Yep. I am going to say one other thing. I know that there are new Detroit Lions fans, and then there are uh, the diehards, the diehards who have been been there for the last 30 years rooting for their team. We know what that's like. I'm going to say this. 2018-2019 season, Kansas City Chiefs go to the AFC Championship, have the win in the bag with a Tom Brady interception. Don't even talk about that. I was at that game no. and I'm still depressed about it. Well, get you get you get over it. You you've got two Super Bowls since then, so stop stop whining. Yeah, but we been- <laughs> listen, listen. Only to get called back by D Ford being across the line and uh, you know a defensive uh, offsides where we lose the game and don't go to the Super Bowl. So to all of the Detroit Lions fans, this is a stepping stone. This is what 100%. Kansas City did. This is what we went through. We know exactly. Kansas City Chiefs fans know your pain, what it's like to wait around 30 to 50 years to get back to a Super Bowl. And we did it in the exact same fashion. We made it to the AFC Championship game only to lose, but come back the next year, built str- building stronger on, on what we've accomplished and went to four count them four of the last five Super Bowls. So Detroit and Detroit Lions fans, just build on it, work it out. And you guys could be going to the next four of the last, next five Super Bowls. You just we're don't. Right there. We know who we're going to beat every year. That's... Yeah, exactly. We'll just make it easy on all of us. And, you know, we'll just, uh, continue to whoop your ass in the Super Bowl. But no, but I mean, stay strong. I know this, this hurts right now. Uh, you know, you guys. Uh, all you Lions fans were uh, really rooting for him, and I was too. I really wanted to see him. Really wanted to see him get there. Uh, I, they're the underdogs, man. They're the they're the team that everybody wanted. Um, unfortunately, it didn't happen. So, just you know, wrap it up, go home, rest, relax, and let's get ready for next season. Because as long as you guys stay doing what you're doing this season and continue the hard work. Those Super Bowls are going to come because, like I said, it was Dan Dan Campbell's fault that they, they didn't, you know, in my mind, that was those two plays, those two calls. But he is a damn good coach. He loves his players. He loves his team. He's very, very, very passionate. And I think that uh, if you don't see him in the Super Bowl next year, then I I just don't even know what's wrong with this world. Yeah, it was very um every time it was I mean they went up to kick those kick those field goals and I'm like, why aren't they kicking that field goal? <laughs> and then like listening to them that last drive where they're down there and they're they have all three timeouts. All they gotta do is pat quarterback draw, run him out to the left, like get just get the touchdown. And then they go for the onside kick and it's just yeah, yeah it's one of those things. You watch it and it's like there was just a lot of dumb football in that last half. Right. Absolutely. But hey, it happens. It's the uh, any given Sunday. And I, I do believe that they'll be back just as strong next year. I think they've got a nice building block and uh and they got a good head coach and he'll learn from his mistakes and they'll move on. Yep. Yep. Very excited for him. I'm very excited for the Lions fans for next year. 
in the Lions organization. So, you know what I'm excited for? Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, oh yes. We need to make a oh, yes. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. <laughs> hey, we're past the playoffs, people. We are definitely past the playoffs. Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers rematch of what was a Super Bowl 54. Yeah, grudge match. I'm trying to think what they're going to call it. They're going to have some buzzword for it. I'm thinking grudge match. What do you guys think? Mm, Revenge. Revenge. I'm I'm just trying to, because they're going to pick a word and they're just going to stick with it. You know that. I think it's going to be, what is this? Is this 58? Is that right? Yeah. Super Bowl 58. So I'm going to call it right now. It ain't going to be Purdy. No. (laughs) This is for Derek Thomas. Oh. Oh, there we go. Super Bowl 58. I like that. Nice. And a win. And a win. All right, boys. Let's wrap this up. Any uh, closing, uh, closing notes? Any closing speeches? Any closing comments? Questions? Answer. Are we doing one more next week, or we're waiting till after the Super Bowl? Uh. Well, like we will probably do, we'll probably do one season. next week, uh, but okay. you are you are going to be on the road, are you not? Um, you are going to be away from home it, next weekend. It depends. Or next week. if we come if we come home Wednesday, I'll be driving Wednesday. Okay. Well, we I plan on doing one next week. Kind of, we'll okay. do a quick recap of the Pro Bowl. But you know how uh, much them bastards get. <laughs> way too much <laughs> approximately sixty-five thousand, right yeah and if they're on the winning side of whatever flag football whatever championship game or skills game then they get a hundred and twenty thousand. oh there you just, go just to go out there run around and do nothing dude yeah. I need to go to this competition. <laughs> we can walk. We can all watch Bill run around and do nothing. He'd be oh, running yeah, down the I field mean... with a Miller light in one hand and the football in the other, <laughs> wheezing yeah, yeah. the whole time. Yeah, don't forget about my <laughs> cigarette as I'm passing the ball. No, I I thought that was pretty nice payday, you know, for each player just to come out and just and just toss yeah. the ball around and have fun, you know. Just inter- I heard it on uh, SiriusXM when I was coming back from the store. That's like a quarter like, of what Purdy made this year. Oh, oh yeah. That, but his mom made him cookies. His mom made him off the offensive line for cookies. <laughs> yeah, but I just thought it was an interesting factoid. You know that they. Yeah, it's it's always interesting to uh, to, and I think that's why the guys play a little bit harder because they want that higher payout. You know, for the yeah, win. they want that one twenty instead yeah. of sixty. You know. Yep. But still, I mean, I'm sure all those rooms are comped and, you know, all that stuff's, you know, taken care yeah. of. So, <clears throat> yeah, I just throw that in as a last FYI. But, yeah, if we're coming home Wednesday, I'll be on Tuesday. So, OK, Other, sounds good. Otherwise, I'll join from the phone for five minutes as Karen <laughs> holds go. it as I talk. Uh, wait, what's she holding? Oh, the phone. OK, yeah, uh, that's probably a good thing. We don't want to see anything else. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be back next Tuesday. Hey, why is the phone going like this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we'll be back the following Tuesday for our final Thursday. episode of Thursday. Season 2. What? Thursday. Thursday, sorry. Yeah. yeah, we record on Tuesday. Sorry, peeps. 
Um, but we will be on the Thursday after the Super Bowl for our final episode of season two. And uh, we'll hopefully and positively and definitely be talking about a Kansas City Chiefs win. Super excited. Chico, take us out. From our little slice of Chiefs kingdom right here in the great state of Indiana. I only got one thing to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> How about those? Little side. Cheese. And cheeseburgers. And cheeseburgers. Later. Later. There's a side. Mine's on the side of my house. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Indiana Chiefs Fans Podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Podbean, any of your favorite podcast sites. Be sure to watch us on YouTube. Just search for the Indiana Chiefs Fans Podcast. Also, check us out on Facebook for any updates on the Chiefs and all of our weekly posts. You can find us at facebook.com slash Pod. Finally, go check out our Golden Mojo Entertainment website at goldenmojoent.com. You can find information about your three favorite hosts and all the other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment family. Those podcasts include The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, The United States of Paranormal, The Golden 80s Podcast, The Murd Nerds, and A Court of Books and Booze. Thank you for tuning in, and how about those cheeks?